Hey, what's up? It's your homegirl, Complex Angel, and I'm the Vibe. And it's your girl, Queen K. I'm the Vision. And welcome back to another episode of Queens with Vibes and Vision. So, Queen K, how has your week been since last Monday? Oh, uh, <laughs> it's been okay. Um, going through some trials, but I know that God is going to see me through, you know. Um, at least that's what I'm going to keep on believing. Um, yes. That everything happens for a reason, and I know he got something planned for me because the strong will survive, and I know he's put something in me to push through what I've been dealing with. So I'm not going to complain because stuff can be worse than what it is. Um, I just thank God for him just covering my household at this time. And, yes. yeah, I'm thankful. So uh, can't complain. What about you? Um, I smell like icy hot. <laughs> I got I slept the wrong way this weekend, so I got a twist in my neck. But um, it's slowly going away. Like I could turn my head, you know, ninety five degrees to the right because I couldn't, you know, before. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, can't complain. Uh, I sold out at this uh, event. Shout out to Newport to News. They had a poetry event called Nature and Poetry. I sold out my books there. Uh, you know, I'm really happy about that. Uh, oh, and you thank you. And yeah, just getting ready for Miami in November, you know, I'm looking forward to it. So I can't complain. Okay, that's dope. All right, y'all. Well, I'm going to go ahead and drop that A.O. King and Queen quote. Both of them are sponsored by Pinterest tonight. Um, the first mm-hmm. one is, I think it's funny that people who treat you like shit get offended when you finally do the same to them. Y'all, mm. I, like I said, I have not had the best <laughs> the best week, you know, but I'm going I'm to thank God for it because I saw it through. But it's yes. mighty funny that the moment you tell someone no or just set boundaries, they cannot take it. When you treat them like they treat you, they they crumble. They act like that's the mm. worst possible thing, but you, you have to make yourself happy in the end. You have to decide what you're going to do for your life because nobody is living that life for you, okay? And there ain't no bunk beds in these caskets. Um, Okay, so the next one is, I'm thankful for my struggle because without it, I wouldn't have stumbled across my strength. Mm. That one stood out to me because it just tells me no matter what I've been going through, you know, I know at the end of the day I'm going to see that rainbow. My strength, you know, that's a, a, every time I feel like, I feel that it's nothing but God showing me another lesson in life, you know, on how to deal with it because there's no manual to this stuff called life, you know. So you just have to take the good with the bad, and the bad don't necessarily look at it as it's bad. I know it hurts, but your true strength will come in because you'll know how to handle yourself. So those two really spoke to me um, and really applied to my whole week. So I hope they do something for y'all. Yes. Now we're going to jump right on into my Queen K Slay Tips. Um, y'all, this one is for hair, and it is uh, from Pinterest as well. Um, okay, so my natural hair sisters, um, I know that some of us, like, we really don't know when it's time to trim our hair because we don't want to put heat in our hair to straighten it, to trim it. So there's a little tip that I found. It says, it is time for a trim, or is is it time for me to trim? That's the question. It says if your two strand twist, if you two strand twist your hair and the ends of your twist are frayed out like a blossom flower, it's time to trim. And you just basically mm. take the scissors up that and just trim that off. 
and that'll mm. help you to maintain those split ends. So, yep. And then, you know, just put a little conditioner in to soften your hair back out. But, yes, we do not have to just straighten our hair to make sure we get a perfect trim. Do that little trick. Let me know if it works. I'm going to do it on my own hair because some crap happened. I got to – my hair is too soft to hold these uh, lock extensions that I put in on myself, so I'm in the process of taking them down. So I'm going to try to trim my hair with this process once they're all taken down. So, yep, that is my mm. Queen K Slay Tips for Hair. Y'all, we're going to jump right on into our sipping tea for the soul topic. Complex, what you got for us tonight? Y'all can hear the smile on my face. <laughs> so the sipping tea for you tonight is numerology and astrology. I'm so excited about this. Um, okay, so me and Queen K are going to do a little activity in the beginning to show you how we found our life path numbers. Um, let me go to Google Guides and tell you what a life path number is just so we can know about that. So define life path number. Um, so basically a life path number is the belief in the divine or mystical relationship between a number and one or more coinciding events. So how you find your life path number is you're basically going to add up your birthday. So when it comes to numerology, the numbers that never get broken down is 11, 22, or 33. But in this case, 33 doesn't matter because we don't have 33 months and we don't have 33 days in a month. So um, we're going to write our birthday down by the month, like what you're going to do, like the number of the month, your birthday and your birthday, and then we're going to go from there. So let me know when you're ready, Queen K. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, I wrote down one one zero two one nine nine zero. Yes, okay. Now, zeros, they said how zero plays in numerology, it kind of doesn't exist because it mirror reflects the other number. So it would just be two for you on that one, but it's cool because I did the same thing. I put zero at the end of 1990. Well, we're going to bring it down. Okay. So, okay, you're going to bring down... I'm going to bring down the first one, which is seven. You'll bring down 11 because that doesn't need to be broken down. And then um, for my date, 31, I have to break that down to four because three plus one is four. So then you can just bring two down since it's just single. And then we got to add up 1990. So one plus nine is 10. 10 plus nine Mm -hmm. is 19. And then the zero doesn't matter. So then you add up... you add up uh, 19, basically 1 plus 9 is 10. So that's, that's 1. 10. Really? Okay, so that's, that's 10 becomes I, I 1? Say, yeah, because the 0 doesn't matter. That's why I say 1. Okay. Remember, the 0 reflects. All right. So then you just add it up from what you got. So let's go. Lord Jesus, let us pray. Okay. All right. Hold on, girl. <laughs> and I'm usually good with math, so this is crazy. <laughs> Okay, oh, okay so I got 11, mine. Uh-huh. 11 plus 2 plus 10 or plus, plus one. 1. Yes. Because the, the 0 is non-existent. Okay. Uh-huh. 11 plus 2, that's 13, so 14. So I get 14. Add 1 and 4, and that's your life path number. 5. Oh, shit. All right. So, yeah. <laughs> so, mine, so mine was 7 plus 4 plus 1 which is 11 plus 1, which is 12. So 1 plus 2 minus is 3. So that's how we get our life path number. I hope I didn't confuse y'all, but if, if I did, YouTube breaks it down so much better. <laughs> that's the best way I could. Okay. So I got it now that right I did it with you. 
Yeah, yeah. Zero, the zero, it's like it's like in uh, multiplication. Remember how the zero get canceled out? That's how I look at it. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it okay. gets canceled out. So, all right. So, we're going to go into the first one. So, your life path number five. I'm going to tell you what I came up with. I'm going to read the first one to you. All right. So, the first one I came across is love for life path number five. Tell me if this is true. It says, when coming, when it comes to love for life path number five, it's quite complicated for them to commit as they love being independent. They have fear of getting committed to someone, although for them it's easy to attract people due to their charismatic and outgoing personality. Moreover, they hate clingy partners. But if someone is respecting <laughs> their freedom as much as they do, they will give it a chance. So, like, what's your take on that? <laughs> That is true. Um, okay. <laughs> I, I I don't know. Um, okay, so I've been single for some time now, but I'm not going – at first it was kind of rocky, but I realized that I like my space. I like to be, you know, by myself. I'm not a very clingy person. Yeah, I'll love on you. I'll do all that stuff. But at the end of the day, I need my space. Like, I don't like to cuddle. Um, that's just, like, the worst because I, I don't like – well, especially when I'm going to sleep, I don't like you your feet to be touching me. Like I don't know, I'm weird, right? But I, I do. I enjoy my space, and I I feel like you know, being in a relationship for me, it comes, it it kind of messes up my my little routine that I have going. You know, because you got to check in with your partner, you got to see how they doing. Oh, they might want to go out, but you know, so it, it just throws off my schedule, and I'm I'm so straightforward like my schedule is the same every type of day when I get in a relationship it's not like that anymore because you're not just thinking about yourself you're thinking about you know another person now it's cool because I think about my kids but to to think about somebody else is just like oh this is just draining this is too much and then you know <laughs> that that they might it might come off to them that I just don't care but this is just how I am I'm not going to call you I'm not going to text you all throughout the day you know, you might get a text here and there from me, um, but other than that, I'm I'm focused. Like I'm in my zone, and some people don't take it, you know, like that. They'll take it as you're being, you know, you don't want this. And but yeah, um, yeah, I mm. definitely can't do somebody that's clingy. I cannot. I yeah. <laughs> I learned the hard way before I dated like path number five. And when I was doing my research, it says that y'all are consistently changing. So maybe that's why y'all can't deal with the clinginess because, like you said, it's like it's a routine that I have to add to my routine that I already have. So, yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so do I do you next or are you going to hit me with yeah. all mine? Okay, oh, I do you next. Yeah, you, okay, cool. Yeah, we can just go back and forth. Yep. All right, perfect. Uh, hold on, girl. I'm sorry. I got to pull up my folder on Pinterest because they helped me out with this situation. <laughs> Okay, so life path number three. (laughs) Okay. I have life path number three is a strong vibration, one of creative self-expression, independence, playfulness, and communication. People with life path number three have a very high level of creativity and self-expression. This abundance of creative energy at the ease with each, I mean, and the ease with which they are able to communicate in all areas, both written word and verbal, to become a poet, actor, writer, artist, or musician. In fact, oh, in fact, many writers, radio broadcasters, actors, singers, performers, and counselors share this life path number. Is this you? Oh, most definitely. The only part 
that I disagree with is the verbal because, I mean, I'm getting to that point of being able to express myself verbally now, but back in the day, I felt like I could only express myself through writing because I didn't really have a voice for myself. But most definitely, I've always, since I was a little kid, I've always had big dreams to do something in, like, you know, that would get me in the spotlight. First, it was an actress, but then I was like, uh, you know, I don't know, like, because I've always wanted whatever I did, I always wanted it to be life-changing. And I didn't really see how acting acting could be life-changing, but as I get older, Mm -hmm. you got some actors and actresses that really have changed the, you know, set the platform. Holly Berry, Viola Davis, Chad, you know, Chad Boswick, um, let's see, who else? Mm -hmm. Denzel Washington, you know what I'm saying? But back then, I couldn't see myself. So I was like, eh. Like, I took it serious for a minute. I took drama classes um, in eighth grade. But I don't know. It's like after a while, I just felt like it's not really going anywhere. So then I turned to writing because I used to write these B2K stories back in middle school. Mm -hmm. And the girls used to just fight over the notebook. And I'm like, y'all really like my stuff? So it's like, you know, then I started going on the B2K fan fiction pages and I started posting it on there and I was getting a lot of likes too. Like, I remember I I wrote this one story called Falling in in Love with the Player is So Difficult But I Still Love Him. I had long-ass titles. But that shit, like, (laughs) girls was addicted to that story. Like, this one girl asked me, like, are you pregnant? I was like, urge? She was like, I'm just saying, she's like, pregnant girls write the best stories. I was like, no, but thank you, you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> but that that stuck with me. Uh, I am very playful. You remember that one time I came back home and we went into the liquor store and we had that 60-40 soda was over there and I just bust out laughing. And you was like, what the hell is so funny? I was like, remember all soul, man, when he said 60-40? And I started cracking <laughs> up like... <laughs> I, you can't have a serious moment with me. Like, we could not be in no. school together in detention class, and they'd be like, no laughing. If you look at me, you're going to laugh. So, yeah, I definitely agree with it. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, all right, so I'm going to go into your next one. So this one says some of the positive traits and negative traits about life path number five. So positive traits, it says you guys are dramatic, adventurous, passionate, free-thinking, intelligent, your negative traits are you're unreliable, greedy, and envious. So what's your take on that? <laughs> no. Right? It's like me to deny every other negative trait. But I'm not going to deny all of them, okay? Now, I'm, okay. I'm going to deny me not being uh, – I am very reliable, okay? First off, I don't know who they got that from. But I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm reliable. Um, you know, I ain't got no complaints. But anyway, um, envious, yes. I mean, that's, that's yeah, that's, I'm sorry. I do. I am. And uh, as far as all the positive traits, that is definitely me. I am very dramatic. Um, I, I, I don't know. I feel like everything you said just basically describes me. The only thing that I have a problem with is the unreliable. Like, that is really yeah, I disagree irking me. <laughs> I disagree with that, too. I'm just sitting there like, mm mm-mm. Like, I was cool with everything else, but that one right there. And what else did you say for a positive? I heard um, let me go dramatic. Back to uh, adventurous, uh, passionate, yes. free-thinking, and intelligent. Yes. 
I am very passionate, especially about just stuff that I love. Uh, I love, I love learning, you know, um, mm-hmm. I love teaching as well. Um, even if it's, you know, to a class or to my kids or to my friends, anything, you know, um, I am a free thinker. I am half, half full of half empty. Like I can look at it from both perspectives, you know, only because I feel like that's me and my little damage control thing going on too. But, um, I am very open. I will listen to you. I'm cool with that. Uh, like I said, I am very dramatic. I realized that as a child <laughs> that I was something else. <laughs> so that does not, what's the name, uh, envious. Um, I feel like that goes in with my horoscope as well. And if both of them, if my life path number and my horoscope both telling me that I'm envious or jealous, hey, I got to believe it. Where's the lie? You know? So, um, that is my nature. Uh, I don't like to be like that, but I am, you know, I'm trying to learn how to be better than that, to be honest with you, because I can know, I can, I know that I shouldn't compare what I have or my life to someone else. Because like I've, I, like I keep saying time and time again, episode after episode, whatever God has for me is going to be for me. And whatever he has for them is for them. I can't be mad mm-hmm. at what he gives them and what he don't give me because it wasn't for me. So I am working on that, though. But like I said, the only time that unreliable stuff, eh, mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm. that can go. <laughs> that can go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. um, yeah. So. I found your personality traits and your emotional challenges for your uh, life path number three. Your personal Mm -hmm. traits are fun-loving, outgoing, charming, helpful, optimistic, expressive, attractive, inspiring, talkative, cultured, and sensitive. And then your emotional challenges are focused, you feel in real scattered, uh, insecurity, and sensitivity. Oh shit! <laughs> um, they definitely got talkative right in the first one. Uh, back in school, on my citizenship uh, part, they'd always said a pleasure to have in class. It talks a lot. Very talkative. Um, yeah, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm fun and loving, sensitive and insecure. Hell yes. And Leo says the same thing. I don't know if you remember. I sent Queen K a picture. It was like a Barbie doll, with, like all fucked up, and it was like the fucked up side of a Leo. And it's that we're always in our head a lot and we're very sensitive. And I was like, that is so true. We, man, I am very sensitive. Like, you could yell at me and I would start crying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but at the same time, I could be a bitch too. So it's like, I can't always take what I dish out. You know what I'm saying? It's like, on my end, it's like I'm about to crumble. It's like... <laughs> prime example when your, your daughter had punched Marcel when he was younger and he fell out and she was just like I know this nigga didn't after we, that's just how it is with me like after doing the punches and I get punched back I fall out and start crying so yes that is definitely true um I'm very expressive to the point where like sometimes I could be over dramatic I, I I can I'm surprised that that shit wasn't in my too being dramatic uh, outgoing Oh, I, if I think if I break out of my introverted side a lot, like, I mask my nervousness with making people laugh. You know what I'm saying? I feel like if I make people laugh, it'll stop me, but I'm still not that out. Okay, I'm trying to think of a person. I'm trying to think of a person from my high school that just didn't give a fuck, and they was just out there. 
Uh, okay, I, like like Uncle Clifford off of um off of what's his name off of uh, P Valley. I'm not that mm-hmm. outgoing. It's like like you know what I'm saying. Well, I know I want to be seen. I walk with this confidence, but I'm I'm getting there. So yeah. <laughs> All okay. right. So I'm going to go into the work aspect of life path number five. So it says number five is quite successful at work and easily gains material success. However, this doesn't mean they will become wealthy because it's in their nature to spend money. Their mind is brilliant. (laughs) They have a developed ability of planning and invention. Their nature is dynamic and unstable, so it isn't uncommon for them to change jobs frequently if their current employment isn't exciting or challenging. What's your take on that? Girl, they read me. <laughs> I definitely have a problem with money. Like, I, it's just like I make it and then it's gone. And it's just like then I'm sitting there like, damn, where did it go? Like, um, so I, I got a new position at work, like I was telling you guys about. But, um, you know, I got a raise and everything. And I'm so focused on trying to figure out what's my next subscription. I'm not thinking about, okay, Ned, it's time for you to start saving. Like, you got plans. You got stuff that you got to do. But I'm focused on, okay, what I'm about to buy next. And it's like I'll never see my raise because I'm already trying to spend it before I even get it. So, yeah, I seriously mm. have a problem with that. I, am, I mean, I am very dedicated to my job. You know, I love it. Um, but, yeah, me and money, it just – I don't know. Like, in my head, right, this is my logic. I can't take this with me when I go, so why not just spend it? Hell, I done put in the hours. Let me spend it. But that logic gets me in trouble a lot because I spend it on the wrong things. Like, I don't spend it on bills. Well, I do. I don't want y'all to think Queen K don't take care of her bills. I do. I do. Y'all can be like, uh-uh, listen to her trying to get I know what you mean. I take care of them. But... But with that extra, instead of me putting up and saving, I I probably buy a pair of shoes or I have an addiction to shoes and clothes, y'all. Like, it's bad. Fashion over see my card more than I see my card, to be honest with y'all. Um, but, yeah, it's more important stuff that I – and it, me being as old as I am, I should really get into the process and the habit of just saving. Like, just let, let – you know, let your money see, you know, because that way when – when stuff happens, especially me being a single parent, stuff happens all the time. And then it's like, mm-hmm. oh, shoot, I got to scrape up because I didn't spend it on this, but now I got to scrape up because my kids need this. So I do right. need to get better with saving money because, yeah, it, that, that ain't never lies. As soon as I see it, baby, it's gone. Like, I, it's not good <laughs> for me to check my account and see what I got in there because I'd be like, oh, well, I can go ahead and get this. And I'll be good. Yeah, that's the first thing that pops in my head. So, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy how these life paths, how this stuff is, is, is hitting on. I would give it about a 90 so far. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's my turn or your turn? It's mine. Um, okay. okay. I was trying to find your um, – I was trying to find your – what's the name? Your, um, I can go into my last one and – and that that okay. No, I can I can do it. I was trying to find your uh your work pass thing, but it it wasn't popping up. Um but you were saying that you okay, I'm gonna read first what I just saw. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
in love, you need to find someone who shares the same outlook as you. This is your life path three in love, romance, and relationships. It says they don't need to be as creative, but it will certainly help if they appreciate the art. Although you are naturally drawn to a number that shares the same spontaneous spirit as you, a lack of responsibility or grounding can become an issue. As far as numerology goes, a three will do well with a life path five. This is because they are at... Hold on, hold on. Let me finish reading. It says, this is because they are as adventurous as you. They share the same positive outlook. They are spontaneous, and you can rest assured they will never be a dull moment when together. The only negative, however, with the three and the five is that you could find yourself in trouble as you throw caution to the wind while grabbing life yes. by its horns. Yes, yes. Listen, so, uh, the reason why I said no, okay, one thing about a three <laughs> and a five, because I believe in compatibility more with numerology than astrology. And the reason why is because okay. I feel like with astrology, I feel like they just put the same elements together. You cannot put two water signs together because when they argue it's going to be a fucking tsunami or a hurricane, you can't put two fire, that's going to be a volcano, right? So with a three and a five, three and five are so much alike, and that's why we bump heads, you know what I'm saying? We have great communication. I would say three and five are better off being friends versus being together because <laughs> – you know, I'm a clingy person, and five is not like that. And, you know, like, they change so much. So it's like they, you know what I'm saying, like, sometimes they, they feeling you, and the next minute it's like, I don't know if I want this, you know what I'm saying, because it's too routine. A five is not meant to be tied down. Like, routines really irk the shit out of a life number, life path number five. But when it comes to friendships, very dynamic. But, yes, um, I do need someone that respects my art. You don't have to be as creative as me, but I need you to respect it because I'm like you. Now that I'm really focusing on myself, because I've been single since February, but I'm going to be honest with you, I was still getting my, my cheeks clapped. Shout out to D.C. with that word, that phrase. You know what I'm saying? Ever since you've been saying that, I've been getting my I was still getting my cheeks clapped by my ex. So I would say, like, I legit broke away from that in June. So that was like three months ago, right? But I've been basically, like, just focusing on myself, and it's like I like my coloring time. I like my reading time. I like when I, you know, can roll up a blunt and smoke. And in my next relationship, I need the guy to understand that. Because, you know, Queen K, you of all people know, when we've been in relationships before, when the guy go out, we be at home. You know, we be somewhat pissed, but it's like, you yeah. know what, I'm going to cook and everything, and I'm going to just let it go by, right? And when they come home, we be happy. But when we go out, we getting text messages out the ass. I don't, yes. don't do that shit to me. Don't do that shit to me. I am, I'm writing. I'm at <laughs> an open mic. I'll be home when I be home. Like, I really get it now because it's like I used to get guilt tripped by guys when they felt like I wasn't there for them. So whenever I got into a relationship after that, I dropped everything to be with that person. But it just shows that I'm not respecting myself if I'm dropping everything that I'm doing to be there for you. So in your mind, it's like yeah. she don't really give a fuck about herself. I can hurt her, but I know that she's going to bounce back. I know that her loyalty lies right there. So I, all I got to do is just, you know what I'm saying, finesse, and I'm getting my way back in. No, 
You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. this is mine. You have to respect it. So, yes, I definitely believe in that. Um, and I would love – I wouldn't love – he don't have to be creative, but I would love for his spirituality to be on the same level as me. Like, I really mm-hmm. find clarity in meditating. So it's like I would need my partner to meditate too. Like, I really need someone – like, relationships ain't going to be perfect, but I need someone that is not just carrying all this baggage around and doing everything in their power to numb it. Because I said before, mm-hmm. I gave the life path number five, and we were that it was like there was no responsibility there. So it was responsibility, but at the same time, we were reckless, if that makes sense. So I definitely need someone yeah. that's going to meditate with me so we can balance out. You know, it ain't going to always be perfect. We're going to have our arguments, but I want somebody in the ring that's fighting with me and not always one foot out the door. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. nothing, is, nothing is going to be perfect. I need to know that you're going to be in that ring with me. So, yeah. All right. So my last one for you is accomplishment. So it says, it is up to number five to conquer their fears and live a free life that will lead this world into the future. Over time, they should develop an interest in traveling, art, other cultures, and new knowledge. Experience is very important if they want to develop and expand their views. It's not enough for them to just hear about something. They need to experience it. This lifestyle brings along numerous changes, but number five adapts to change better than other numbers. So what's your take on that? Oh. (laughs) Say that last sentence again for me. Sure. This lifestyle brings along numerous changes, but number five adapts to change better than other numbers. (laughs) She's like, uh-uh. Girl, because no, it's, a, it's a no for me. <laughs> it's, it's a no for me. Like I told y'all in the last episode, y'all, change scares the hell out of me. Like, I okay, so I don't I don't get – that's the only part, like, that I'm having a trouble, trouble with connecting to because you just spoke on change, like, two or three times now since you've read my what's the name. And I've been sitting here thinking, like, Dude, I don't I don't really change. I don't. Um, I, I I like I like structure. I like order. I like a routine because I know what's coming next. I always pre-plan. Like, I mean, if change has to happen, you know, I'm not gonna say that. I'm just gonna jump for it because you know I, I'm a routine type of person. So I don't know why they said that I'm best for change. Maybe it's something that I haven't tapped into with myself yet. I mean, I would really love to because. You know, change seems so promising. I've seen people make drastic changes in their life, and it has worked out for the good. Like you, for instance. Like you, I've always looked up to you for that whole move uh, to Philly. Yeah, I'm sure you said that it was other factors that played into it, but you still did it, you know, and you haven't came back. You fight what you went through. You're like, no, I'm going to stick this out. This is where I came, so I'm going to make this work. And you've done it. So. I, but I'm not that type of person. Like change is, it frightens me to the point where I talk myself out of it and I stick to my routine. So yeah, because look at where I'm at now. Like you know, it's God changing little stuff around me. You know, but it's not me just leaping out there for it. Like with my whole position, it wasn't me leaping out there for it. I just knew that I didn't want to go back to the classroom anymore. So you know, God aligned it to where I because I you know I was sitting around. Like, oh, boy, I might not have a job. I need to find something. 
it was like two weeks before summer camp ended when my boss approached me with a what's name, but I wasn't looking for no job. Like I was just still there sitting there like, okay, what am I going to (laughs) do? Okay. I'm just going to ignore it. Maybe something will happen and show enough something happened. So, yeah. I mean, I think that when it comes to change, like you always change up your hairstyles, you know what I'm saying? So like, you're always a different person. You travel a lot. But when I, when I was coming across that one, it said um, due to fear sometimes, though, this is what hinders you guys from fully realizing your potential. Like fear springs from mm. people around you who don't approve of your strange behavior and unstable and changing nature. So maybe the, maybe that yeah. plays a part in it. But I, yeah, yeah. That definitely that now that that hit right on. Yeah, fear. I, I, oh, <laughs> how do I get around this? Yo, <laughs> overstep, overstep it, overstep it. Walk out on faith, walk, walk by faith and not by sight. <laughs> I want to kick fear's ass, okay? Because it's stopping me from a lot. So. <sighs> okay, so I found Life Path Three Career, um, and this is uh, I, this not Pinterest no more, y'all. This is the Google guys, okay? This is complex <laughs> Google guys that I'm on. It says the problem for people with a with a three life path number when it comes to a career is finding one that keeps them engaged and interested. In terms of numerology, three three is an independent number that strives, I mean, that thrives on self-expression and creativity, which means they don't necessarily fit into the most obvious job category. While it is a good idea for other numbers to follow their passion, the problem with you is that your change that yours change on an almost daily basis. You are also not good at sticking to something, especially if you have lost interest in it. With this in mind, it is <laughs> it is good so, idea to avoid regular nine to five jobs where you feel boxed in. It's a as a three, you are most suited suited to a job that allows you to express yourself artistically. So the reason why I laugh is because. So for the longest time, since like 2019, I have been seeing every other post, every other month, someone has quit their job to, you know, become an entrepreneur, right? And I mm-hmm. asked my cousin, Deb, in Atlanta, I'm like, what does that mean? She was like, that guy is saying that it's time for you to let go. So this is where my fear sets in, right? Because I really mm-hmm. feel like I'm too big for a nine-to-five job, but I am scared <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> let it go because like at my last job I was so over it to the point where I used to just really type to my book like I was typing to no apologies and everything I wasn't working anymore because it's like (laughs) I had came to that epiphany back then like dog like I only got this social work degree to please my grandma but I had to realize okay I can't make it go to waste how do we make this work for us so I've learned to, I've learned to become like a life coach to my clients. Like, you know, I've become like more of a listening ear for them. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, like, like, you know, get a little bit personal with them so they can feel comfortable and everything. And like, you know, when, when they're saying like, you know, oh, I'm dealing with depression, but this medicine's not working. Hey, you know, here goes some outlets. Do you like water? You know, listen to some instrumentals, listen to Pastor Mike Todd. Like I give them those extra resources and they're like, I hope I never leave you. So that's what makes me like my job. But you see all the time, 
I'm talking more about the damn podcast. I'm talking more about my books than I talk about my job. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I find myself, like, you know, um, I find myself promoting, like, you know, the uh, the flyers. I find myself writing down questions during work hours. And I, and I'm, I hate to say mm-hmm. that, but it's like that this is what makes – this is what I know that I'm meant to do because – I was listening to Sparkle Marie today, and she said things that you like to do when it comes so easily, and that's all you can think about, that is your natural gift. Like, Queen K, you can do the shit out of some hair. You can do the shit out of some makeup. <laughs> I wish you did toes. I know you don't like feet, but it's cool. But I'm telling you, you have that <laughs> hand for it, right? Just like me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love poetry. I love writing and everything like that. I love making, I love challenging people's minds and everything with this, um, with the podcast. Now I want to take it to the next level. Let's do a retreat revive. Like, like let's, let's do a, a woman's retreat. Let's do an open mic. Mm-hmm. Like, my mind is just so much bigger. But it's like when it comes to my job, I couldn't tell you what the fuck to do there to improve. So that's why I laugh. Like, <laughs> yes, and I don't know if this is another sign, but what I'm doing is is that, I am working on building up my second income. And what I'm doing is I'm ordering books on demand every month now. And I'm putting Mm -hmm. myself out there to go do more open mics because I said, you know what, I want to be stable enough. Like I'm manifesting to become a bestseller to where I can do a part-time job and I know my books are going to carry me. I manifest that. I believe that. So, yeah, you said that. God damn, that shit just fucked me up. (laughs) Yeah? You're not missing Mm. no nine to five. If I could just find a job that pays as well as my job, but I know I got to trust God. So I'm going to work on that. I'm going to work on that. See, you gave book. me a goddamn your book. I know. Yeah. Your book, yeah. your self-love is my rehab center. That, all of that, that is for you, Complex. I always told you that you are much greater. Yeah. You got this, girl. It's coming. It's coming. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, so my question for you is, how accurate is numerology to you, like for you, since doing this exercise? I got to give it about a a 95, you know, a a couple of things didn't stand right, like the the unreliable and the changes, Mm -hmm. but I feel like unreliable just ain't going to apply to me. So I'll give it a 98. The 2% will be for that because I know that fear is definitely holding me back from change, and that was already stated with my life path number. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, hell yeah, it definitely applied to me. It it spoke to me this time around because it was just like a mirror sat in front of me. Look, this is Mm. how you are. This is what it is. I'm sorry, (laughs) y'all, if y'all hear a little noise in the background. I have a toddler that won't leave me alone. (laughs) <laughs> no, you're fine. You're sitting fine. quiet. <laughs> so you're fine. <laughs> but um, yeah, it definitely spoke. It was definitely a reflection. It, it was it was really dope. Like I like that a lot. Like can't nobody say that there is no truth to number numerology because it's just crazy because it just applied to my life. It ain't something that I'm faking. No, this is something that I've already been yeah. living. So that's how it applies to me. So yeah. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, man. I I definitely feel like there's some truth to it. Like, I feel like it's more truth to it than astrology, but I wish that I had this, I wish I had this life path number back in the day when I was a teenager, it would have showed me how my life was going to be. But like, who introduced me to it was 
the last the last days of left eye. When um whenever it would before it would go to the next scene, you would see these numbers pop up on the screen. I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, numbers have a meaning to it, but I didn't get more deep mm. into it until years later. But that's who first introduced me to it because you know, left eye was very very spiritual, very spiritual. So yes, yeah. yes, she was. <laughs> All right, we're wow. gonna let you go into your your aspect. All right, y'all. So I'm going to do Zodiac, okay? We all know what the Zodiacs are. Um, I, I honestly, I have to use Google still to, uh, what's the name? But it's just a sign that represents the month that you were born in. And it pretty much has, just like numerology, it has characteristics and traits that describe mm-hmm. the person born within that time frame. Um, a lot of us, some people use this to go, you know, to travel, I mean, to go throughout life with, you know, to compare with certain people, with their job and all that stuff. They align themselves with horoscopes. So I am I am a Scorpio. My birthday is November 2nd. Um, Complex is a Leo. Her birthday is July 31st. So I am yes. going to hit her with a couple of Leo things that I found on Pinterest. And she's going to do the same, vice versa, and we're going to tell y'all if that applies to us. Complex. I don't even know what I should go into first with this because I have fun with the Leo stuff. <laughs> you know what? I'm going I'm to do, do this first. It, okay, so this was something that I found. It says, uh, this is how Leos apologize. It says, I apologize for hurting your feelings, but I told the truth, so I said what I said. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, Leo. Um, yes, to the T, to the T. People please aside of me was definitely kissing your ass to make it right. But now that I'm like really thinking about shit, because like I like to think about stuff. Like, okay, did I have a reason to trip and everything? And it's like, like prime example, I told a friend that I've been friends with since sandbox days that I feel like our friendship is stagnant and basically it's like she just gave me this whole rundown of why she hasn't been a good friend. And I was like, listen, I said, I, I never told you. First I left it on red because I had to process my mind. But then I went back a couple of days later and I was like, listen, you didn't have to give me a rundown of that. Um, I would still like to have this talk, you know, a heart to heart talk later on. But uh, I said, I apologize for making you feel a certain type of way. But I can't apologize for what I said. It's the truth. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it comes mm. off as arrogant and assholeish, but it's like that's the truth. Like, I'm sorry if y'all hear that in my yeah. background. They're uh, they're working on stuff, but it's like it's the truth. It's like we already said what we said. There's no taking it back. I apologize yep. for how for how it made you feel, but I I don't apologize for what I said. You'll thank me later, or you'll be mad, but you'll you'll respect me for keeping it real with you. So, yeah. Yeah, because how you feel is valid. That's how I feel. Yes. Like, how you feel is valid. So, at the end of the day, you can never apologize for what you said, especially if it comes from a place of how you feel. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, yeah. Okay. <laughs> what you got All for right. me? So, Scorpio, this is some traits. So, it says, Scorpio, they can always play your game better than you. They will forgive you but will never forget. Very mm-hmm. serious about promises. Tends to be extreme in everything they do, has an unparalleled intuition and can't be locked and loyal to the core. So what's your take on that? <laughs> Baby, you describe 
<laughs> Queen K herself, okay? Um, y'all, I am. I feel like I'm a very, very loyal person. If you're good to me, I will be good to you. Like, I can definitely play the game way better than you ever thought you could, especially in a relationship. <laughs> I can be pretty petty, okay? I, I have done some crazy stuff, so I know what happens when I get to a certain level. Um, as far as being lied to, I can tell off back if you're lying to me. You know, I probably won't say nothing right then and there, but I'll know how to play you from that point on. If I feel like I'm being lied to, I really hate it. Uh, most of the time mm-hmm. I do call bullshit on a person. But um, <laughs> but other than that, uh, I will let it. I will let you feel like you got away with it. But I'll know how to play you from that point on. Um, I'm really big on loyalty. I feel like that. That's at the end of the day that 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 truly shows someone that you love them is by how loyal you are to them. And I ride for my friends. Like if I have ever called you a friend, if I've ever called you a sister. That's that's how I feel about you. Like, there's no, like, I'm not going to backstep. I'm not going to turn my back on you. If somebody's talking about you, I'm like, hey, my friend ain't here. So uh, if you ain't about to say it to her face, then I need you to be quiet. Like, that's the type of person I am. Um, and I'm always there. I'm always down to support. I don't care what it is. Like, I have people to this day, kids that I have watched grow up, and they started their business and stuff, and, you know, I, I'm for it because you were once a part of my life. I once treated you like my own kid, so I'm going to support you regardless. Like, y'all don't understand. Like, mm-hmm. I, I feel like you give support to those that you love. Everybody is trying to come mm-hmm. up, and you let them know, like, look. Um, yeah, but as far as that, I feel like that fit me to the T, honey, because that is <laughs> all me. <laughs> cool, cool. Okay, uh, Okay. so Leo, this is your love life, okay? It says you tend to hold on to love much longer than you should. Even damaged relationships can be hard for you to let go because once you believe in a person, it's hard to just quit on them. No matter how much pride and love you have on yourself, you have just as much pride and love for someone you choose to love. For, love, for you, love is a decision. Hmm. Oh gosh, this just reminds me of the abuser because yes, like you know, he was a pill addict, he was abusive, but I still saw in him something that other people didn't see. And it's like I had tunnel vision on that, you know, like we both had an interest in music. I'm a music head. When people give me music, I'm like, Thank you for being my new supplier. Like Queen K used to laugh at me, but I was so serious. <laughs> Like, I listen to music 95% of the time, and it's like he fed me a lot of music. Um, You know, him being able to cook his ass off, okay? Like, this man could cook his ass off. I'm talking about you going to taste some shit from Chopped, you know what I'm saying, That uh, the the cooking Mm. show. And, like, you know, Mm -hmm. he was just, like, he was very funny. Like, he could be very cool, but his bad side overpowered that. But it was just, like... I'm so understanding, and it's like, as as Leos, like, we can we can read through a person. Like, there's a lot of people I can read through when they're, when they're like, fronting and shit, but I don't like to call people out because I'm like, you know what, you got to deal with that yourself. Now, if you piss me off, that's what I'm going to tell you about yourself. <laughs> but it's like I read through him, 
And it's like that's what made me want to stick to him. Like, you know what, he's just misunderstood. But it's like the more and more I stayed, the more and more it hurt me. So, yes, that one is very accurate. That's something that I'm really trying to change because I know that relationships is not perfect, but I have to understand the bad should never outweigh the good. You should never you – should, you shouldn't be feeling angry every other day. You shouldn't. You should yeah. feel angry once in a blue moon or, you know what I'm saying, every once in a month. You should feel irritated versus angry. It's a difference. So, yeah. Mama. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. So now it's my turn. So for Scorpio, it says you will never know 100% what a Scorpio is thinking. Even if you ask directly, they will only give you what they think you can handle. Hmm. True. True. Because, <laughs> um, okay, so I, my goal is to never hurt someone, right, uh, especially someone that I love. And if I feel like later on down, okay, so I, lately I have been just saying how I feel. Like, um, you know, a lot of stuff I do hide, um, and it makes me think about that one as a woman question that you asked us about the many faces that we have. I feel like if you tell a person, you know, everything, you don't know how it's going to come off to them because you don't know where somebody's mental space is. I know for me, mm. I would prefer not to get everything in one walk because I know mentally I'm not the strongest. And me being able to kind of read people, I can tell where you're at mentally and I can I judge based off of, okay, this is the type of information that I got. I know they're not going to be able to take all of this because of what they're going through, so I'm just going to give them a little bit of it and then maybe later on I can let them know you know, what's really going on. Um, But, yeah, I do feel like it is, you know, especially like to the people that you love, you don't want to see them hurt. You don't want to see them go through all of that that stress or that trauma. So, like, even with myself, uh, my friends don't know a lot about me, you know, because I'll hide that aspect of my life. Like, Complex, you even told me, like, half the stuff that you say on there, I've never even – realize that you went through but it's just me trying to protect my friends because I just feel like I don't need somebody worrying about me or you know making sure I'm good because they got their own life going on so I will I will hide a lot of stuff and I'm like that vice versa when I'm trying to you know give information to a friend so Mm. yeah that's my one downfall (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) okay okay so Leo I have it says I'm sorry, y'all, I don't got my glasses on. It's kind of small writing. Queen K is blind. <laughs> but <laughs> it says, uh, Leo, able to achieve anything they put their mind to, warm-hearted and in love with life, generous and loyal, dedicated friends and lovers, ambitious and determined, but above all are celebrated for their remarkable bravery. Huh. So, yes, that's definitely true. I'm a very dedicated friend and lover. I'm dedicated to the point where I want to handle your problems for you. Like, I've always been the type of person, if you have a problem with my friend, you have a problem with me. Like, Queen K could tell you there have been times where, like, I didn't stumble in on her and her, you know, boyfriend at the time arguing. I'd be jumping in like, oh, excuse me. She's like, no, I got this. Yeah. But it's like it's just that overprotective side of me that just wants to jump in front. That's what a lion does. You know what I'm saying? They protect their cubs. They they stand in the front. It's sensitive and fragile as we are on the inside. 
You can't show that to the world. You know what I'm saying? It's like, no, you know what I'm saying? You're not going to talk to me like that. Um, very generous to the point where it can be a downfall because I've had people take advantage of that. Um, very warm-hearted, yes. So that's definitely me to a T. Like, I don't have nothing to, you know, disagree about. <laughs> okay. okay. So mine's this, this last, well, no, this, this second one, no, third one, things the Scorpio hate. Having to rely on people, not being in control, disloyal friends, being told to get over it, dishonesty, greediness, people who can't take a joke, freeloaders, unmotivated people, inflexibility, <laughs> um, having to explain emotions, closed off people, failure, non-passionate lovers, people who expect trust from the start of a relationship and being unaware of things. That was a lot. <laughs> Girl, it definitely was, but a few things spoke out to me, okay? First off, <laughs> I I hate a freeloader. I, I, mm. I can't take it. I cannot take it. I, I have tried to tolerate this, y'all. Y'all don't understand. It's so much to me that... But I have tried to help people out, and I feel like I've been taken advantage of a lot. So me with freeloaders is like the worst thing ever. If you lack ambition, if you lack drive, because I feel like if I can do it with three kids, single mom, by myself, yes. anybody can do it. I'm sorry. I know everybody's situation is different. But each and every day, you make a choice. You make a choice to get up and get out there and go get it. And I feel yeah. like if I have that drive with three little ones by myself, somebody with way less than me can do it or somebody with the same amount as me can do it. Like, you know, it's, it's nothing to it. You just have to get out there. Um, yeah. I cannot take dishonesty. I've already told you all that. Like, that that rubs me the wrong way because I just feel like if you can look me in my eyes and sit there and be dishonest with me, you know, I, I can't trust you. I cannot trust yeah. you because what else are you lying about? Because that's what goes in my head. Like, okay, if you're lying about this little thing, what else are you lying yeah. to me about? You know, I'm going to just take the whole friendship relationship as one big lie. Like, my kids hate it, especially my daughter. Mm-hmm. Like, she loves <laughs> She tries to lie to me to my face, and she <laughs> hates when I read her. I was like, no, no, you're lying. Now tell me what really happened. She just be sitting there like, I said, oh, you wonder how I can do that, huh? I said, I know you. <laughs> like that, as a Scorpio, our main goal is to get to know you. Like I want to get to know everything about you. I want to get to know what makes you tick, what makes you, you know, laugh, what makes you love life. Like I need to know all that. I need to know what faces you make, how your body changes to certain situations. Like, I I analyze all of that. could be in a couple of months. But the fact that I birthed this child, I know everything about her, okay? So mm-hmm. when she tries to get away with something, like, I didn't do it. Yes, she did. Because I can tell you how she <laughs> did it. And she hates that because it is always right. She don't ever think I'm listening or I'm around. Even my youngest son, he's learning, like, no, uh-uh, let me not tell her. Let me not tell her no story. Let me let me just tell her the truth because I'm gonna call him out too. As young as he is, I'm gonna call him out too. So he just oh, he just doesn't even try to lie anymore. He's just straightforward. If he did it, he did it. He gonna tell you about it, um, and he gonna he gonna try to say sorry. That's it. So yeah, yeah. Um, I I yeah, that is me in a nutshell. That that definitely hit head on for me. Um, okay. <laughs> So I found it says there's two types of each sign. 
Now, you can tell me if you relate more to one or one, more to two or if you're a combination of the both. But okay. it says Leo type one, super self-absorbed and obnoxious, and Leo type two, a little insecure but still prideful, pretty chill and funny. Mm, I'm both. I am both. Okay. When I get my hair done, I'm flooding your timeline with pictures. I don't give a damn. Um, <laughs> I uh, obnoxious. I in the past I could be. I always acted, reacted before thinking. So yes. Um, but right now the only thing that's loud and obnoxious is my damn laugh. Uh, sensitive to the core. Um, and. What was the last trade? I'm 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 very chill and laid back. Queen K would tell you, like on her party bus when she was like 22, everybody turned up. I'm just sitting there all calm, like <laughs> I, was having a good time. I was having a good time in my head. But I'm not a turn up person, so I'm very chill and laid back. So yes, that's me. Tennessee. Okay. Um. All right. So last one for Scorpio. It says everything runs deep for you. Their feelings are strong and intense, and they last forever. Don't cross the Scorpio. Their revenge is slow and painful. Scorpios are sensual, mysterious, sexy, conscious, and are able to make dramatic life changes. They are also deeply intuitive and tend to overthink their gut feelings. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm an overthinker. Um, I mean, I, I've learned how to just take my gut feeling and just that that is what it is because I feel like now now I appreciate that because I feel like that's my intuition. That's something that God has given me to deal with yes. the, the situation. So anytime I feel a certain way, I go with how I feel because at the end of the day, I feel like that's my defense mechanism. So, yeah, um, sexy and mysterious. No, nah, baby, I feel like you're going to get what you're going to get. What you see is it, okay? So yeah. You can choose to do with it with what you want, but just don't double-cross me. Uh, that part is that part is very, very, very real. Um, I, I'm definitely not the type to be double-crossed. Like I said, I can be very spiteful. I can be very vengeful. Um, I can be very dangerous if led to. Um <laughs> And that's not to scare nobody. That's not even to brag. But I'm just telling y'all how it is with me personally. I can't speak for other Scorpios, but I can speak for me. And if you cross me to a point where I'm hurt to the core, I'm going to make you try to hurt ten times worse than what you ever made me feel. That's just me. That's how I I can go to sleep at night, you know? Um, Especially if you make me cry, baby. I... (laughs) It's over after that. Like I be thinking of revenge that can last, that that will carry out. Like you might think I got you with one thing, nah, baby. It's a whole. That's the setup for the overplay. Like you just don't even know. It's levels to how spiteful I can be. So yeah, that's me. no. It's, I'm, it's not funny, but it's funny because my last one was a Scorpio, and I threw cold water on him one time, and I know that y'all like some plot with a person. I think I'm like. Just bring it in. Just give me a hug. Just give me a hug. I didn't need it. Pull it. Just bring me done. Like, fuck no. But, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You got any more yeah. Leo ones or that was it? Yeah, I do. I have my last one. Um, okay. Okay, so it says, the ruler Leo. Leo women are both strong and harsh. In other words, they are warriors. They possess incredible strength and ability and need someone as strong as they are. They never fall for ordinary men. 
They don't have to go over the board to seduce their men. Men simply fall captives to their charm and strength. They are dedicated and loyal partners and will go all the length of their spouse, all for the length of their spouses. Their love is very intense. In fact, you'll never meet another woman who will love you more than a Leo. She is the pure image of what selfless and pure love means. <laughs> See, this is why people hate Leo because um, I'm sorry. When you lose us, you, you don't. We don't. We don't lose y'all. You lose us, and that shit is so mm-hmm. true. Like, I, I, listen, you never dated Leo before, so you wouldn't know. But it's like, yeah. men men look for the Leo love in other women because it's something that you just never had before. We're so deeply engraved in the brain because of how loyal we are. We fuck like porn stars. We really try to be number one in your eyes. Like Aries, I would just say their sex drive is a little bit higher than us, but we up there neck and neck with the Aries. So we can actually, you know, we, we can match with the Scorpio. But it's like we love so much we really go to the ends of the earth. That's something that you wouldn't really see a lot of people do. So it's like when you lose that person, it's like, dog, you fucked up. Like, I'm not going to lie. One of my exes started dating another girl with the same birthday as me. Because I remember, like, mm. you know, I was just asking. I was like, you know, so how's your love life going and everything? And he was like, good. You know, I was like, okay. I was like, I was like, so, you know, um, I don't know how we got on the subject, but I was like, you know, so when's your girl's birthday? And he was like, you know what her birthday is. I was like, no, I don't. July 31st, man. So it's like, Mm. you know, hey, you know what I'm saying? It's just something about us. It's like I I can't really touch on it. You know what I'm saying? I just know that I love hard. You know what I'm saying? I want you to know that I'm in your corner. It's definitely a dream and a nightmare with dating us because you're going to love and hate me at the same time, but it's like, you know what, damn, it's like, she she's very open and honest with me. She's very supportive, you know what I'm saying? Like, she's very protective. She'll go to bat with you, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, mm-hmm. that's my thing. But people hate us. You ain't got to do that. You ain't got to do all that because y'all scorpions. Girl. Let me fucking tell y'all about y'all damn charm. Y'all manipulative-ass motherfuckers. Y'all sit up there <laughs> and y'all don't want to fuck with us. But then when we leave, that's when y'all want to keep checking in on the person. Stay your ass over there. So, yes, y'all no, charm ain't no damn better shit. That's, That's fucked trait. up. That is fucked <laughs> up. That is so fucked up. Man. Well, my last question is, which one do you relate to more, astrology or numerology? Uh, I, Both of them. Both of okay. them. I can't. Both of them pretty much got a 98 for me. Like, um, okay. Yeah, I can't really. Yeah, both of them really play a factor because they, like I said, it's like a mirror, and both of them describe me to the teeth. And, like, this is mm. stuff that I've been living with. Like, I've been on this planet for 30 years, almost 31 years, and mm-hmm. that that hit. Those stars and those numbers are aligned with me. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, same for me. Uh, I feel like numerology is a little bit more accurate than uh, the Leo one. Like, when it comes to, like, zodiac traits, that's, I feel like that's very accurate. But like I said before, the compatibility, mm, I feel like they just got lazy. Like, you know, let, let's, let's just put all elements, the same elements <laughs> So yeah. with astrology, I believe it's like 85, 90%. Uh, numerology, 98%. Okay. Okay. That's the, that's the end of that segment.
That was dope. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Okay, so awesome. we're going to jump on into that. As a woman, question complex, what you got for us tonight? Okay, as a woman, how have you let your light shine this past week? Uh, in all honesty, y'all, I really haven't. Uh, okay. I have had a really rough week, so ain't no light shining this way, y'all. Uh, I hope <laughs> to have a better week. <laughs> I hope to have a better week, but uh, yeah, no, nah, not this week. What about you, Complex? Uh, I did the poetry event. I put myself out there, and I um, you know, did did a poem. Um, sold out the books and everything. So, I guess me letting I'm just letting my light shine by really digging deep into my creative side. Like, you know, like yes. not straying away from poetry because I was in this group called Poetry Society and it was like a damn sorority. I, it was it was cliquish. Uh, they played favoritism mm. and, you know, every time we had a show, we always rehearsed and they were rehearsed at random times. So if they call a rehearsal at 3 o'clock in the morning, guess what your ass doing? 3 o'clock in the morning, right? And they would sit up there mm. and they would critique you. When it comes to writing, I think the only thing that you should be graded on or critiqued on is the grammatical errors. But you can't tell somebody how to perform because everybody has different writing styles. So it made me exactly. it, it made me lose my ability to write poetry. Like I went astray. I almost went astray from writing. Period. But now, like you know, we're doing this whole express yourself with my homegirl Melissa that encourages me to write more. And it's like, I've just been finding my own flow and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just get out there and I'm going to say it. And over time, I will be able to, you know, use my hands to perform because they always said that I was too stiff. They was like, you don't really perform, but it's like, listen, spoken words, nigga. It's not spoken dance. It's spoken (laughs) words. You're supposed to hear the emotion in the fucking words. So, Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but that's what I did. Like I'm, I'm basically just like I'm overcoming what the fuck people try to prove me wrong about. Okay, I'm proud of you, girl. You definitely let your light shine. Like I was so excited, especially when you was like, "I sold out." I'm like, "Girl, I told you. I knew that was gonna happen." Oh, <laughs> um, yes. So yeah, yes. I'm, Thank I'm you. really happy that you putting you and your gift, and you're just promoting, you're sharing, like you, you doing it. Like, you are doing everything that you set out to do, you're doing it. You're living it. Girl, you sold out at an event. Like, come on now. That's big That's big stuff because that means those people that bought your book, nine times ten, they're going to go and tell somebody else about it. So then the next event you, you know you host that, that that's going to yeah. sell out. Like, it's just going to be – it's going to keep on coming. Like, thing you're working for us is coming to you. So, yeah, I definitely saw that your light was shining this week. So, yeah. Who else is my baby? I appreciate that. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> okay, y'all, we're going to jump into the Girl I See You moment complex. Who you highlighting tonight? So, I'm highlighting Big Sean. He's not a girl, but I'm just highlighting him because I don't know if you know, but he um, basically uh, opened up a studio in Detroit for, um, mm. like, it's, it's like for, I'm about to go to his page because I don't want to butcher it. Like, he's really trying to turn around. Detroit and make it. So mm-hmm. he just did a, a damn. Where is it at? Hold up. Shit. And see, when when you need the shit, that's when you can't find the shit. I'm trying to think of <laughs> it. I think the name of the studio is Anderson Studios, but it's supposed to be for like anybody who has creativity. It's supposed to be a space for them to go in and like you know just use like you know for the creativity to keep them off the streets. 
So, like, just thank you, Big Sean, because mm. I think that, like, ever since Nipsey Hussle passed, I think that, like, you know, he's, you know, people are realizing it's time to change the narrative. It's time to put back into my city because that's what Nip, you know, that's what Nipsey did. So, yeah. shout out to him. I'm so sorry. I can't. I think he took the picture down, but I can't find it. But wait, I think here it goes. It's called Sean Anderson Foundation, uh, Big Sean Studio, and it's going to be open to anybody who, uh, you know, basically just wants to rap. You want to go in there and write, like, dog, I don't know exactly where it's at, but it's in Detroit. So mm-hmm. I, I see you this time. He's really trying to bring, you know, bring some life back to Detroit. Because I'm tired of hearing the only thing fun to do in Detroit is see family. That's fucked up. <laughs> Girl, but what a fuck, if that ain't the truth. Um, with me, uh, who am I shouting out? <laughs> I'm going to shout this out. This is not just a woman. This is for my parents, y'all. These these are for my parents who have sent their kids back to school um, in this pandemic because, you know, whether they said or not, we are still going through a pandemic, y'all. And just sending your kids to school is scary. You know, I know we feel like they lost a lot of knowledge last year with it being online. And we're really trying to make this work. But, y'all, I, I'm praying over everybody's kids, and I see y'all. I see y'all trying to make a change, you know, because our babies need to be educated. Um, but, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm highlighting all of y'all for the strength. You know, just keep on instilling in your kids to wear their masks. It is important um, to make sure they're washing their hands, they're sanitizing, and they're just being safe. You know, if you have to go over that with them every day before they leave the house, Please make sure you're going over that and that you're praying with them. But I do see y'all, it's not going unnoticed. I know the struggle, you know, and the fear because I have kids of my own and I'm going through the fear and the struggle as well. So, yeah, um, I salute all of y'all, parents, dads, moms, grandparents, guardians, whoever you are, um, and you're going through this, I'm in here with y'all. We're going to get through this. We are going to get through this. Um, but let's, yeah, but i say what I'm about to say for my next segment. But, yeah, I, I'm highlighting y'all. All right. Uh, yeah. All right, y'all. So we're going to jump right on into that AO Ask Queen K or Girl, I Got Something to Say. Complex, you got anything to ask me? So I'm just going to ask you. Um, we just found out before the show about the comedian AJ Johnson. He passed away. I just wanted to know, like, is there, like, a favorite – movie of his, like, where you could just draw the caption that he said, just to, like, bring some laughter, because that was my favorite comedian. If you could oh, my God, me, I got, girl. I got um, <laughs> Friday, when he was uh, saying that Smokey yes. was back there taking a sit, that was funny. Yes. And um, him in Players Club, when Ronnie got beat up, and he was like, did you at least pinch the bitch? Girl, that took me out, like, I Yo. love him and those those two movies like I can recite Players Club from the time it come on to the time it ends, especially his part. But um, yes. <laughs> yeah, that that was a legend. That he was yep. hilarious. He kept me laughing and in tears. But yeah, yeah, yes. rest in peace, uh, man. Yes, him on back when he did the crying scene, told us some you deserve nice clothes. I just can't give it to you. Like, yo, that part <laughs> takes me out 
every time. And I don't know if you remember Baller Blocking, but I, I used to be a big Hot Boys fan. I used to like Juvenile. So they had this movie called Baller Blocking, and he was one of the cops in the interrogation room. And he was like, where's the dope? And he was like, it's in your ass. So AJ Johnson was like, it's not in his ass. We already checked. Like, that nigga was just like, he was like Bernie Mac, you know what I'm saying? Like, he just said whatever came out of his mouth, and it was rest in peace. Like, dog, like, 2021, yeah. come on now. You're supposed to be better than 2020. I thought you took I'm that telling wig you. off. Girl. Girl. Need to redo her lace front. She getting, she mad. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> um, okay, y'all. So, I do got something to say. Um... Like I said, we are still in the pandemic, but I don't want people to forget that we do still have stuff such as the common cold. We have seasonal allergies. We have uh, teething for infants. Uh, we go through ear infections. It is that yes. time of season. The The season is changing. You know sickness comes. Before all this coronavirus and all these different variations of it, it was shit that was just like, oh, you got a cold. Oh, you good. Just take some. I understand that, you know, mm-hmm. all of this, you know, but you have to look at the. You have to know your body and you have to know your kids, right? Um, mm-hmm. I'm not saying take it lightly because still treat it as such, but don't scare yourself, you know, because that's what, that's what they want. They want us to live in fear right now. Don't scare yourself. Mm-hmm. If you know your kids got seasonal allergies, that's what it is. Just treat it and be be safe about it, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But let's not forget that this stuff did exist because me and my coworker were talking today, and she was just like, you know, with all this going on, we forgot about the common cold and the fact that when the yep. season changes because it's so cold in the morning and then it, it, the temperature spikes to the 80s in the afternoon and we got these yep. kids and then without their jackets, this is going to happen. But, yep. you know, the media is making us think that there's nothing else out there no more. Coronavirus is all that it is now. Like, so just remember that, you know. I feel like we won't get back to normal because we're forgetting about what normal was, you know? Yeah. That stuff was yeah. normal. We're replacing it with this, and now people are scared, you know? So mm-hmm. just be cautious because I know people are going to be like, well, it's taking people out left and right. The flu was two, two years ago. But That's they didn't right. put that in and the media. It's just fucked up. You can't even cough or sneeze without somebody saying you're sick. Like, they don't even say bless you no more. Like, damn. Exactly. <laughs> they just look at you and you got to yell out. It ain't It ain't what you think. It ain't what I'm tired of doing right. that. I am so tired. <laughs> Maybe I just got yeah. choked up. Like, damn, I did just drink something. Did I, I pop the speaker right. down the wrong pipe. Like, yeah. yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy, but I, like I said, I feel like we can't get back to normal because they're not letting us live back in the normal. They're not letting us live with a common cold. Or it's all of a sudden, because you just got to look at the symptoms. All the symptoms for the flu are the symptoms for, I'm not going to get into that, y'all. Just, you know, just do your research. Stay safe out there. Continue to wash your hands. Yeah. I do like the mask thing. I'm not going to lie because a lot of people don't give you the, your personal space at all. Like, even with the little restrictions in the stores and they got the little six-feet markers, people still be all on your ass. Like, I had to turn around at the grocery store like, damn, can you back up? Let me check out for yes. you that you're going to pay for my stuff. Because it was this old yes. man, and I'm just sitting here like, what the hell? Like, dude, move. 
So I understand the mask. I understand the washing of your hands and the hand sanitizer because people are trifling, fever, knowing that they got an infection, and they will come out and be in your face like nothing happened. So I understand all of the precautions, but we cannot forget what was once normal. Like no, mm-hmm. just that's my that's my only take. That is what that's all I got to say, y'all. <sighs> I had to get that off my chest. Um, okay, platform. so we gonna yeah, so we gonna go ahead, y'all, and throw it to Complex so she can give us that no apology spot and followed by that self affirmation. Complex, what you got for us tonight? Yo, why after I had just said I'm tired of people saying Detroit and shit? Why somebody put? A picture song, I'm leaving Detroit. Y'all just killed anybody, and it was Barney dead. That's fucked up. I'm done. Oh, anyway, Jesus. <laughs> so I got two no apologies thoughts tonight. The first one is from Peggy Perkinson on Instagram. Um, It says, Dear Self, I haven't been the best to you. I've sometimes pushed you away, not made you my priority, let you nearly slip away. I choose you. I'm letting go of those who hurt you, tore you down, and used you. I accept every part of you, including all your flaws. Know this, that I cherish you, adore you, believe in you, because I love you with love from me. Don't need no self-explanation on that one. This next one, Denzel Washington once said, you'll never be criticized by someone who is doing more than you. You'll always be criticized by someone doing less. Remember that. So I said it before. Mm -hmm. When I have new storms, that's how I know I'm going to the next level, because new levels bring new devils. So when you have haters, don't let them uh, discourage you. Look at their life. Okay, I'm doing something yeah. right because you hate me. You get what I'm saying? So, and mm-hmm. um, to help with your money, uh, to help with the money situation, Queen Kayla, I know you said, like, you know, I spend money. So I was watching Girl. Sparkle Marie, and she said that we should not be scared to spend money. Money is like a currency. It's, money is currency. It flows. So when you focus on being broke, that's what's going to happen. But if you always focus mm. on money's going to come, it comes your way. So she came, she gave us a self-affirmation. I'm going to say as slow as possible. Rewind if you have to. So repeat this every day. I am grateful that money comes to me in increasing quantities through multiple sources on a continuous basis. I'm going to say it again. Mm. I am grateful that money comes to me in increasing quantities through multiple sources on a continuous basis. You have to believe that. You have to feel it and just know. Money's going to come to me. I'm not going to stress about it. It's already paid for. Because when you focus on being mm. broke, that shit happens. I'm telling you. So she said, don't be afraid to touch your savings account because money flows. You know, it's not something that we're supposed to hold on to. You know what I'm saying? So, yes. Oh, that's all I got tonight, y'all. This is a lovely episode. <laughs> With that being said, yeah. I'm Complex Angel. I'm the Vibe. And I'm Queen K. I'm the Vision. Peace and love. We are out. Peace and love.